Welcome, welcome, fans of Florp, of Bobby Wonder, and fans of me, Grabstack. We are back with another Mathematic Challenge, where the Mathematic Machine takes over my radio show, spits out math questions that it thinks we can't solve, and then guess what? We solve them! Because that's just the kind of people we are. You know, the type that solves math problems when they're thrown at us, no matter what state we're in, any time or place, any place in space. The rules are simple. We have three rounds where the mathematic will give us hard-hitting math questions. Carl, the station manager, will feed the questions to me. I will read them to you, and then we will have ten seconds to solve the problem. If you need more time, that's no problem. All you need to do is hit the handy pause button. I don't mind waiting. I also recommend a pencil and a piece of paper. You could try using a bottle of syrup and a top hat, but that wouldn't be so helpful. <laughs> so if you don't have a pencil and a piece of paper, run and grab them and hurry back. Okay, y'all set up. That's good, because I hear the mathematic machine firing up in the next room, which means it's almost time for our first question. Round one. And the question is, there are three different kinds of ducks in the duck pond. There are 20 mallard ducks, five wood ducks, and 10 muscovy ducks. How many ducks are there in all? 10 seconds are on the clock. Let's go. Three different kinds of ducks at the duck pond. We're basically the Audubon Society out here in Pflugerville. Can you believe it? Where'd all these ducks come from anyway? Well, I suppose that's not really important right now. What's important is how many there are, which means I have to add them up, don't it? <laughs> okay, so let's see. 20 mallard ducks plus five wood ducks would be 25. Oh, we're halfway there, people. So then we just need to add the 10 muscovy ducks, and that's uh, 35. 35 ducks at the duck pond. Is that the same answer you got at home? I bet it is. Good job, people. Let's move on to round two. The question is, it takes one slice of bread to feed five ducks. How many slices of bread do we need to bring to feed all of the ducks? 10 seconds are on the clock. Let's do this. Oh, these are some lucky ducks, because I am absolutely incapable of bringing a subpar loaf of bread anywhere. If I'm headed to the duck pond, you know I'll be carrying a loaf of fresh-baked rustic sourdough with me, but I might have to have Bobby carry it, because the loaves I bake don't seem like they'd be big enough for these ducks. One slice would definitely not feed five ducks. Maybe it would feed one grabstack-sized duck. <laughs> Can you imagine a grabstack-sized duck, though? That'd be the cutest animal in the world. Oh, I'm writing that down. Find out how to procure a grab stack size duck. Perfect. That's not the answer to this question. <clears throat> That's got to be the answer to this question. Well, it's not. Carl, the station manager, is saying I have to actually answer the math question, not just things I make up for myself. Okay, fine, Carl. Have it your way. <sighs> what were we answering again? Oh, yeah. If one slice of bread feeds five ducks, how many slices do we need? Okay, well, let's see. We have 35 ducks, so we would need to divide by five, I think. Okay, which would be... Seven! 
If one slice of bread feeds five ducks, then we need seven slices of bread to feed them all. Oh, we got it, people! Oh, things are really heating up around here. Let's move on to our third round. Round three. The question is, if bread costs 50 cents a slice, how much does it cost to feed the ducks? 10 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a tough one. The mathematic is not holding back on us today, is it? Okay, let's see. If we have seven slices of bread, then we're gonna have to multiply, which like I said, <laughs> it's pretty tough, so let's get to it. Seven slices of bread times 50 cents is, oh my goodness, <sighs> I'm gonna have to call my accountant. How am I expected to be dealing with sums of money this large? Oh, wait, 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 I can do it, I know I can. Seven times 50 cents is just 57 times, which means it is ducks. Oh, yep, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> the answer is ducks. What do you mean it's not right, Carl? The whole thing's about ducks. How can that be wrong? Because we're adding up money? Oh, fine. Okay, if you're so smart, then what's the answer then? Well, uh, Carl says the answer is 350. Oh! Well, okay, I guess that makes a little more sense. <laughs> well, that concludes our battle with the mathematic. Did you get all the answers? I bet you did. And if you didn't, that's okay too. As I always say with math, if at first you don't succeed, try again until you do. It's all about practice and perseverance. Never give up. Welcome, one and all, to GrabStack's radio show. Today, we are firing up the old mathematic machine so we can test our brains against some of the hardest math questions in the universe. Well, hard for me anyway. I'm still wrapping my brain around the fact that Earth math is not the same as Florth math. <laughs> when you do schmath, you usually end up with a waffle and maybe some flueberries on top. But with Earth math, that's usually a number. Ew! Not a single waffle to be seen. But like any good explorer, I am dedicated to understanding your Earth ways. And I will say learning math has certainly made it easier to know how much a frozen banana actually costs. Instead of trying to pay for it in five waffles. That's a terrible exchange rate, you know? A frozen banana is only half a waffle. I mean, I've been overpaying for weeks. The rules of the mathematic are pretty simple. Carl, the station manager, will print out three questions, and I will read them to you. Then we put ten seconds on the clock and try to solve them all together. It's all great fun. Oh, if you need a little more time, don't sweat it. Just hit the old pause button. I don't mind waiting. I got my handy pencil and paper here as well. Do you have yours? Well, go on and grab it then. If you don't, maybe a desk or something to write on. One time I had to write on my stomach. <laughs> uh, didn't go well. I was worried my fur was going to be advertising math problems for eternity on my little tummy. But fortunately, it came off in the wash. All right. I hear the mathematic machine firing up in the other room. Let's get started. Round one. The question is, Atlas goes beachcombing and picks up 112 seashells on the first day. On the second day, he picks up 238. And on the third day, he finds 14 pieces of driftwood. How many shells does he collect over all three days? 10 seconds on the clock. Let's go, people.
All right, this is a big lot of numbers. Oh, boy, but I refuse to be intimidated. First of all, can we talk about how many seashells Atlas found? What is he, a professional shell finder? I think I've found maybe three shells at the beach, and each one of them was actually just an unopened can of tuna that someone was using for their picnic. They were a little confused as to why I was holding their picnic tuna, but I was confused as to why they were trying to spread my newfound seashell over their crackers. <sighs> it was quite the misunderstanding, but I gave them their tuna back because they seemed pretty certain that it wasn't a seashell. Anyway, back to the question. We can forget about the driftwood here because we just need to add up the amount of shells he found. So, 112 plus 238. Carry the one, and that is 350! Atlas found 350 seashells at the beach. Whew, that is quite the haul. Moving on to round two. Are your pencils ready? Let's do this. Round two. The question is, to take his shells home, Atlas needs to put them in buckets. Each bucket can hold 50 shells. How many buckets does he need? 10 seconds are on the clock. Here we go! Oh boy, oh, this is getting dicey. I know we have to divide, but those are some big numbers. Carl, can I get a hint over here? Carl, put down that tuna sandwich and help me. Hey, are you eating tuna because of the story I just told? What, you are? Oh, well, in that case, I'm, I'm flattered to be so influential in your life. You're welcome for the genius lunch ideas, but hey, 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 where's my hint? <sighs> Oh, Carl is saying to take the zeros off of 350 and 50 so the numbers don't look so big. Ooh, okay, let's give that a shot. <sighs> if we take the zeros off, then it's just 35 divided by 5, which is 7. I know that one. Does that mean that 350 divided by 50 is also 7? Carl! Oh, it does? Oh, wow, okay. Then we got the right answer, folks. Atlas needs seven buckets to take all of his shells home. Oh, we almost flubbed that, but we didn't. Still going two for two. Yeah, let's keep this energy going for the final round. Round three. Question is, when Atlas gets home, he realizes he only has space for a hundred shells on his shelves. How many shells does he need to give away so he can fit them all in his house on shelves? I know this one. If he has 350 shells, then we have to subtract 100 shells to see how many he has to give away. So 350 minus 100 is 250, which means he has to give away 250 shells. That's so many. Hey, are those shells any good at acting? <laughs> I could use some extras for my upcoming play. I better put a call into Atlas and see what the deal is here. Well, that is three rounds. Good job, people. Another mathematic challenge challenged and defeated. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the amazing Grab Stack Radio Show! It's Tuesday, which can mean only one thing. 
math. Oh, that's right. We are firing up the equally amazing mathematic machine and testing our brains against some of the hardest math questions in Pflugerville. Are you ready to compute the unknown, add and subtract the mysteries of the universe, and solve world hunger? Well, we aren't doing any of that, but we are doing math. The rules of the mathematic are very simple. We have three rounds to beat. Carl, the station manager, will feed me three questions from the mathematic, and I will read questions to you. Then we put ten seconds on the clock and get to solving our questions. Try to beat the clock. But if you need a little more time, please feel free to pause the show. I don't mind waiting. Our tools of the day are a pencil and some paper to help us solve our problems. Don't bother trying to get a gold balloon and a bunch of asparagus, because that just don't work. I know that's more of a florp thing, and it just doesn't seem to translate, no matter how much I boil them together. All right, let's get to it. Round one. The question is, there are 50 different types of saltwater fish in the Pflugerville Aquarium. There are also 35 types of freshwater fish, 10 different types of amphibians, 21 different sea mammals, and one octopus. How many types of creatures does the aquarium have? 10 seconds are on the clock. Let's get solving! Oh, I do love the aquarium. It's so peaceful, and you just never know what sort of creative ideas you'll come up with when you're staring at a bunch of fish swimming back and forth. I like the saltwater fish the best. They're so bright and colorful. But I digress. What are we doing? Okay, adding up all the different types of creatures. Let's see. There's saltwater fish, 50 of them, in fact, and then 35 freshwater fish. So that's 85 right there. Is that all of them? Oh, no. Oh. Okay, let's keep going. There are 10 amphibians, so that's uh, 85 plus 10, 95, and then 21 sea mammals, okay, 116. Yes, 116. Now, is that all of them? Oh, no. How could I forget the octopus? Let's throw them in there, too. So 116 plus the octopus is 117. The aquarium has 117 different types of creatures. What an array. We are really lucky here, aren't we? <laughs> That's the answer. Moving on to round two. Woohoo! The question is there are 21 different types of sea mammals at the aquarium. They live in three different enclosures. How many sea mammals live in each enclosure? And 10 seconds are now on the clock. Let's go, people! All right, this looks like a division problem. We know how to do those, right? <laughs> oh, don't give me that look, Carl. I'm asking you. Oh, well, okay. I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. If we need to find out how many sea mammals live in three different enclosures, we need to divide 21 by three. How many times does three go into 21? 10? No, eight. Oh, ah, e. I guess I should actually use my piece of paper and pencil to solve this. Okay, let's see. 21 divided by 3 is 7. 
Oh, well, that is an eight or ten. <laughs> I'm glad I checked my math. But we got it, people. The answer is seven mammals in each enclosure. An odd number. That must be tough. What if they have underwater line dancing and someone doesn't have a partner? Oh, well, it's a professional establishment. I'm sure they prepared for that eventuality. <laughs> Moving on to the final round. Round three. Question is, one octopus tank can hold 122 gallons of water and one octopus. There are two new octopi coming to the aquarium. How many more tanks do they need and how much more water? Ten seconds are on the clock. Let's go. All right, let's see. If one tank can hold 122 gallons of water and one octopus, and there are two new octopi, oh, isn't that a great word? I could say it all day. Octopi, octopi, octopi. It's like an octopus, but also a pie. <clears throat> anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Two new octopi coming to the aquarium, which means they are going to need two new tanks. And how much more water? Well, I think we have to multiply 122 by two. Oh, that's a lot of twos. <laughs> let's see what we get. 122 times 2, carry the flueberry, add a flourish marfler, and 244! The aquarium needs 244 more gallons of water and two more tanks to hold their new octopi. Woo! Well, that's it. Three rounds in the bag, people. We did it again. Boy, you are really good at this, but I would expect nothing less from an audience of mine. You're all stars to me. Math stars, that is. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for our weekly Riddle Fest, where instead of challenging our ultra-numerical math brains, we challenge our twisty-turny puzzle brains. And while you're waiting, why don't you visit Lucy Wow in the big red barn? She's always cooking up some crazy invention or another with her mechanical pygmy goat kapow. Oh, it's all just a little unsafe, if you ask me, so maybe go keep an eye on her for me, would you? Just search for Lucy Wow at www.gokidgo.com or wherever you listen to your podcast, and I'm sure you'll find her. Well, that's all from me. Until next time, Math Stars, Crap Sticks, signing off. Go Kid Go!